Looking for your next spot out with family or friends? Whether you're on the east side, downtown, in Fitchburg, or at Hilldale, you're sure to enjoy one of Madison's favorite traditions. Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company, Madison's home for craft beer and pub food since 1994. The Great Dane Huddle, driven by Metro Kia. We're live at the Great Dane downtown on a Monday night after the Packers lose. A Monday night after the Badgers lose. Who else lost? Just about everybody else we need to talk about lost, I think. Uh, But excited to be with you as we continue the live and local reaction here on 100.5 ESPN to both of those losses. I'm Alex Strobe. Hope you're having a wonderful Monday night. Joined, as always, by my co-hosts. Badgers legends, Derek, legend, well, and other legends. Dan, this, trying to operate this board and get our mics right is like we know, can't. We can't win games. Like the we Badgers. can't operate the board. No, nope. we can't get the weather right. No, nope. no, I can't hear Tarek at all. But I know, uh, I know, we can hear him over the radio. Works for me. Hey, I just want to give a quick PSA. Um, how was your parking situation today? How'd you guys do parking wise? Just right here. Yeah, I got, I got lucky. Okay, you got lucky. How'd you do? Well, my ramp's right there. Oh, for work? Block 89, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, you're yeah. lucky then. Yeah. I wish yeah. I would have known that. I parked on Will. Any of the officers that monitoring the road tonight or, or out and about, uh, don't give the Saturn on Wilson Street a ticket, please, and thank you. True. Is it after, I know the, after 6? They don't, they don't ticket? Is that true? I, that's, you know. I know the hours you put in at ESPN. A lot of them is the answer, yeah. I mean, I think after a certain hour in, in my ramp, it's like three bucks an hour. The show's an hour. Yep. I, that would have been your your go to. Where did you park? On Wilson Street. Oh, uh, it's on the. I'm on the corner of Martin Luther King Drive and okay. Wilson Street. Oh wow. Okay. You're like a block away. Yeah, not bad. He's in Cottage Grove. Oh, over by our. <laughs> over by where we'll be smoking a cigar later. I assume. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, That's yeah. right. I know yeah. exactly where you're talking. Yeah, about. exactly. Uh, but so yeah, any officers listening? Don't don't ticket me. But apparently they don't do that after 6 p.m. So as yeah. long as it hasn't happened already, we're uh, okay. I would. Valid. I would confirm. You know, that's coming. You know, confirm where I it's just, coming from. Yeah, here. I just read the meter, but oh. you know, it might be your meter. Well, reading is not my specialty, Tarek. Let's get <laughs> well, that out of the way I, right I've now. I've been working on it over the last thirty years, so you know, I'm not the Wait, best reader. Well, Tarek, you're what? Forty. Well, Forty-seven. So you couldn't read until you were seventeen? No, forty-seven. No, I'm joking. I've been working on it. It's a joke. <laughs> let's do better on our next joke. Uh, anyway, let's talk football as uh, both the Packers and the Badgers fall uh, over the weekend. Tough, tough Monday for uh, us Wisconsin football fans. Uh, let's start with the one that happened most recently. The Green Bay Packers fall yesterday in their season opener to the Minnesota Vikings, a final of 23-7. to The offense sputters, totally stagnant. The young wide receivers not shining. Aaron Rodgers, very frustrated, uh, as he has shown, not quite throwing the Microsoft tablet this week, but uh, throwing his arms in the air in the first half in a chaotic fashion. What are our, uh, what are our first takeaways, Tarek? I'll well, start with you as the Packers we, we fall in week one. Before, before the show, it was like a fourth preseason game. They didn't bring the energy, didn't, didn't have the passion behind it. And, uh, you know, obviously receivers, you know, Lazard not be. I didn't know Lazard was hurt. Uh, I should have done my homework. But, uh, <laughs> you know, not having him in the game and those young receivers. You know, I wish they went to Tanyan more, but I don't know if Tanyan's getting his feet, you know, underneath him as well. I, I think the running game actually at times looked 
awesome, Derek, and this is a good segue to you. We should have been more smash mouth, should have came out of that a little bit more. Derek, what, what I, do you think? You know, I, I think, um, unfortunately, there was parallels. You know, it's a, it's a, a tough, tough day for anybody that, that's into offensive line play for both the Badgers and Packers because I, I think that's where, you know, in the trenches the game was lost there. Uh, mainly for the Badgers, obviously the penalties killed them uh, up front. You know, the Packers just got out, man. I mean, they, they Rodgers had what? I don't know. How many hurries? How many sacks? Four sacks. Uh, yeah. Four sacks. I, I think about equal amount of hurries or pressures, if not more. Um, it, it's glaring when you don't have 69 and Jenkins out there. It just it is, and that's going to be a problem. That's going to be a big problem when you don't have a Devonte Adams out there. Yeah. Uh, I I was surprised that they didn't get Sammy Watkins uh, more involved. Yeah, me too. Um, you know, I thought they'd use Aaron a little bit more out of yeah. the backfield as a receiver. I I just you know here's the deal too, and I heard Jason Wilde talking about it. You know what surprised him, and he said nothing. Everything kind of played out or was scripted to what, you know, he thought it would be, where the defense wasn't going to be as good or stellar uh, as maybe they were uh, hyped up to be. Um, you had, you know, I, I got to be honest with you, I don't know what kind of scheme they were calling when they got one of the best receivers in the league. I mean, we all watched it. He was running that was free. brutal. So, I mean, it, Our it, linebackers weren't getting depth. Yeah. We were, I mean, it, I, it just was, um, it, you know, I'll be honest yeah. with you. You know, as a betting man, and I and – I, I have been beat by the Vikings so many times I can't count. But I felt so confident that that was the only game I bet this weekend, and I, I bet on the purple and gold. And I cannot believe I'm saying that. I wanted the Packers to still win, but I just I felt so confident that it just was going to play out the way, just as Jason Woolley did. Nothing yeah. surprised him. Um, and, you know, I think it's not – I wouldn't – I mean, this is the National Football League. Now there's 17 games, right? Yeah. So it is a marathon of a season, and and I think. Well, last year they, they had a, a tough one coming. Yeah, out they of lost it. by 35 yeah, points they, in the you know, that's, last year. Week one is you can't you can't tell a team week one. Right. Now th- there is some glaring uh, problems that they need to fix up front. I mean, that, if we're going to have a chance, because we don't have weapons, especially with Lazard hurt. I mean, that's why I was really surprised Sammy Watkins wasn't more involved. The passing game just wasn't there. Rodgers was getting flustered. He was getting hit. He's got to throw the ball away, too. He can't take those hits, That's man. That's true. That's I mean, true. There's somewhere he could have thrown, and he just, he just took it. Uh, we can't afford him getting hurt. No, absolutely not, and that's that's the case why he hasn't played in the preseason. But yesterday's game and maybe last year's week one might make a case for these guys playing in the preseason, especially this year, Tarek and Derek, because – Aaron Rodgers, it didn't look like there was much rapport or chemistry with any of those wide receivers that were out there yesterday, other than maybe Randall Cobb, who didn't have a very good game either, right? He had three catches, four targeting, an interception. Maybe you should reevaluate the offseason with all these new receivers and work with them. You know, I didn't didn't want to put too much into that, but it was always in the back of my mind where I'm like, ah, I – you hear about quarterbacks across the league doing that all, all the time when a bunch of new receiving uh, uh, receivers come in and you have a new crop. You want to work, with, especially with the young ones. Um, I, I was really 
Surpri- well, nothing surprises me about Aaron Rodgers. So, I mean, <laughs> you know, whatever. I mean, maybe he's rethinking that because you could you could tell on the field week one there, there was no chemistry. So when you guys were playing with Sims and Collins and the 18 quarterbacks Tark played with in Cleveland in his three years there, uh, is that about the correct number of quarterbacks you saw in Cleveland? I didn't Tark? play in the 80s, had, by the way. Let's just, uh, Phil Sims was before younger me. Younger Sims, right? No, no. Who was your quarterback in New York? Uh, there was a few. There was Danny Cannell. I mean, Kerry Collins when we went to the Super Bowl. Did, wasn't Collins Dave in Carolina, Brown too? Yeah. Oh, so you both played with Collins. Yeah. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Yep. Yep. Steve Berline, and then it was Couch, Detmer, and Kelly Holt. It's okay. We forgive you. Yeah. We went over this last week at our show. There's a quarter of a century between our ages. So it's okay. Yeah, it's trophy. fair. It's fair. Yeah. Uh, bear with me. But anyway, <laughs> when, when those guys were your quarterbacks, let's just talk maybe Kerry Collins. Was he playing in the preseason every week? He played in Carolina. He played, yeah, at least the, a quarter. The only game they didn't, at least my experience, yeah, uh, the fourth was the fourth game? quarter. The third game, they always played three for the most part, depending on their health yep. status. Um, the the first game, they might play a quarter, quarter and a half, you know. But it was, uh, yeah, you're, yeah, they're always playing at some. I mean, it was unheard of for unless there was a health issue where guys would shut it down. Yeah, so it was it was a quarter of the first game, two quarters of the second, three in the third, and then maybe a drive. Yeah, to a quarter. That's pretty standard. So when did this become 90s. a thing, right? That that the starters and I mean the Packers, it was it was defensively and offensively all their starters. The were multiple playing. CBAs that have occurred since we we played, so, like the bargaining agreements. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and obviously like <laughs> the, the Jordy Nelson injury is always brought up, right? Uh, back in I think that was twenty sixteen. Oh my God, we, we had Jason Seahorn, who was. A Pro Bowl player, uh, you know, a corner, uh, just gifted athlete. And Jim Fossil wanted to try him out on on kickoff return. And I think we're playing the Jets preseason towards ACL. Done. We also have 17 games now. I mean, think about that. You're a star corner, right? One of the best in in the league. You're putting on kickoff return in a preseason game. Times have changed. And 17 games is, is, you know, those. Guys like the guys are getting paid. They hold the cards. Yeah, and they, if they, let me tell a lot you of those guys, if they want to sit out, they're sitting out. I don't even know if they have, if the coach has any say. Tark, wouldn't you agree that if you <laughs> were to take crazy. a poll, yeah, every player in the league, if they would reduce, go back to sixteen and add another preseason, go back to four preseason games, it'd be almost a hundred percent. You think? Probably. Yeah, because yeah. like we just said in that fourth game, none of the starters are playing those are all all the young guys and undrafted rookie free agents you know. also from my perspective being the low man on the totem pole trying to make the team every yeah. year it's another game for me to show what i could do yeah. so that i can make a difference in making the roster where yeah. all those other for guys most, for the most part that, that's i mean we're talking probably four or five guys that are in the bubble what Tarek's talking about in that fourth game sure but you could make a difference but you you're really getting could. paid you're getting you're getting paid the same no matter what, 16 or 17 games. I don't think they're making more money because of 17, are they? That's all in their contract. So yeah, I, the contract. Yeah. It's all just spread uh, out. I mean, the money's much money, higher money. than it was, right? Right. Like, oh, it goes yeah. up yeah. every year. So Yeah, uh, I think I don't know what uh, I know, but it would, go, it would go up every year whether it's 16 or 17. Well, right, exactly. I, I'd have I, to I look. Think. I think it's near... Six, uh, 700000 something like that, rookie minimum. It yeah. was 130 when yep. Tarek and I were playing. Wow. Yeah, for rookie yeah. minimum. So What's it going to be in another 10 years, right? right? I mean, it's, it's yeah, just the money That's the way it should be. I mean, that's what they were saying when we were playing. Like, you know, those guys from the 80s wanted to play when we played because. Yeah, I mean, they had they had a, a strike in the 80s. Yeah. You know, that that was a whole different. I mean, and then Tarek and I, through the NFL alumni chapters, 
here in Madison, Milwaukee, talk and, and a little bit when we've done El Prez on my right. Bay. When we talked to the old guys, the 60s and 70s guys, I mean, they, they had other jobs in the offseason. So that's that's how wow. far we, we've come. That's that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, but guys I, don't want to get beat up. That's the bottom line. And you get beat up playing more games. Right. So. No, I mean, that's that's absolutely true. But I think the argument of, of whether or not Aaron Rodgers and company should be playing in the preseason is prevalent today just because of the, the way how flat they've come yeah. out. Um, you know, today, but whose decision is that? And is it the coach? Is it Roger? I mean, Rodgers I obviously has to have a say in it. Because he was saying, yeah, in the I, I think he does. I think a lot of those guys just say they don't want. They, I think they do whatever the hell they want. The practice is that the practice. way it should be? No, it's not the way it was. But that's the way it is today. It feels like it. And I, I'm not on a roster, but I, I think if somebody doesn't feel right, they, they take a couple snaps and let the other. You know, guys I, don't, I don't know if you've seen any of the hard docs this year on HBO. It's I did not. Got Danny Campbell, yeah. who I played with in, in in New York. Good old Aggie boy, and and. He's been kind of, I, from what I understand, a lot of people have really liked him on that show. But he, he took one practice, and I don't know, I forget what the what the reason was, or you know, trying to get the guys. I think poor, real poor performance in one of their preseason games. But had the players run the practice, he, he was the only coach out there, and he yeah. said, "The only thing I'm going to do is blow Watch. my whistle." Right. And I know it's right, it's TV, right? They're editing and this and that, but. Guys bought into it, and they're running drills. Yeah. And they're getting after it, you know. So I think there's a little bit of that talk, but I also understand. You're, I I think I don't want to put words in your mouth, but you're more talking about players making do like doing their own contracts, right? Or or well, leveraging just, if you have, personnel. I'm or, saying though, if you if you're Aaron Rodgers or T.J. Watt, I'm not saying I don't know what they choose to do but i think they choose whether they want to practice or not so you're saying it's the hostage type deal. oh yeah well they're just so big they're <laughs> yeah right beyond reproach you know what i mean to and a I, think, I think there's a lot of guys there's probably you know which today it's more like they're more specialized and more there are a know, couple franchises sensitive. in the other conference though that i would say haven't really changed and that'd be the new england patriots and the pittsburgh steelers well that's Those different tomlin two, and belichick yeah. run the show and that's the yep. way it goes that, yeah I, I i just have this just the feeling of some of these, you know, they're just more finesse and more more skilled and, and believe they could make choices on when the practice when not. But, again, I'm That's not, the I'm other not thing out to there. That's uh, the Back then, you know, it was, I mean, it was complete warrior mentality. You know, can't make the club if you're in the tub. I mean, any time you were hurt, it was misery, and you would rush injuries to get back on. That is not this day and age you know um it is i mean you, you're more than healthy by in most cases by the time they put players back on the field you know, nine on seven too which is the beginning of practice it's when the two lines go after I'm each other i'm not saying that's good either but it, nine on seven is a, a big part of practice in the early days of the week so on on wednesday and thursday especially wednesday it's a physical high and hard scenario and that's where you kind of get that tempo back and if if guys aren't doing that they get a little soft and, and then, then at the end of the practice, you kind of take your time and take you take the second half off. But I, I believe you got to you got to play hard in that first half of practice. And I'm not sure that they're all doing that, but I know Belichick, Tomlin, I'm sure they're doing it. And that's why they get the most out of their guys. You can tell the the teams that maybe that don't do that, Tark, have that practice mentality um, to to still have that physical element. You could tell those teams. First of all, their coaches aren't there very long. They're always losers. 
I mean, it, it's it, they're they're. they're their trench play is horrendous. Yeah. That's where it really starts. If you don't have physical – with with the big boys, I mean, if you don't have O-line, D-line getting after it during the week, at least Wednesday for sure, and a little bit shortened on Thursday, you, you can get soft quick. I could listen to you guys. I, I, clear your schedules tonight because we're going to do this all night long. Holy crap. He's Derek Angler, Tark, Solomon. This is Rose a worse for both the Badgers and the Packers. I mean, if, I we're, know. if we're not – That's why I love it. If we're not coming well, – if we're not grinding for at least 20 minutes – we're not, we're not doing it. So, Tark Solid, Derek Engler with me. I'm Alex Strofer live at the Great Dane downtown Madison here on the Great Dane Huddle, driven by Metro Kia. Football season is back, and to celebrate Metro Kia, Madison is giving you a 4K smart TV with the purchase of a new vehicle. Get a 2023 Kia Solo, 3.49% APR financing for 48 months, 22.35 per 1,000 borrowed to qualified credit. At Metro Kia Madison, you can also browse their current inventory on their website, Metro Kia of Madison. Com. We'll continue to roll on. We'll continue to react to the Packers' loss, the Badgers' loss, until 7 o'clock with you live from the Great Dane downtown. It is the Great Dane Huddle, driven by Metro Kia. You're listening to 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. It's the Great Dane Huddle on your Monday night, live from the Great Dane downtown. We're driven by Metro Kia, Alex Strofe, Badgers legends, Derek Angler, Tarek Sala, with you live until 7 o'clock as we continue to break down the football week, and that was here in the state of Wisconsin. Packers lose on Sunday, Badgers lose on Saturday. Saturday it was the Nakia Watson revenge game, and Sunday it was the Zadarius Smith revenge game. Talk about a weekend of crap. For these Wisconsin football teams as they both take their first losses of the regular season. Uh, I, I want to wrap up our conversation around the Packers, guys, because I'm eager to get to some Badgers talk, as I know both of you are as well. Uh, but but just this offense for the Green Bay Packers. I, I mean, it was – I used the word stagnant earlier. I think that's a good choice. Uh, you saw, you know, Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon got involved a bit. Uh, they, they had a great drive. They wouldn't drive. It was really drive. good. Yeah. That ended uh, in the fourth and one. Is that the one you're referring to? Where they got stuffed on the yeah, goal line? I think so. Yeah, that was a they, good they scored on one, though, I thought. They did. They did get one touchdown. Uh, but then they had, the, the, well, I think, the best drive, drive of the that, game was, was it was like 74 the yards. The scoring drive, though. I, I, um, how did that one end up? It, was, it ended with, uh, with Dylan running. Yeah, yeah. That, that, from the I, th- I thought that line. was yeah. the drive. Yeah, that's what I was to. talking I'm about. Yeah, 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 Anytime you have a turnover on downs on the goal line is not a good drive. I don't care if you had 15 plays prior to that. I get it. I get it. I mean, if, if it ends without zero, if it ends with zero points, I get it. Uh, but quote our, our mutual friend Mark Tasher, who uh, was on Pack Attack last night, immediately following the game here on 100.5 ESPN. He said that was the most impressive drive in terms of you know stacking good plays on top of one another. Sure. Because you didn't see that throughout yeah. the game, and you did in that drive. You know what that is? I mean, you're just you're grabbing for anything. Well, you have to when you yeah. only score seven points, it, Derek. I mean, it just it was a it was a complete dominant game by the Vikings, and you know it. Again, we talked about this earlier. Yeah. it's week one. You know, that's a tough place to play. It's I, early. I get it, it. It did not surprise Jason Wildey. Obviously, you know, me put, throwing my only wager down this weekend on that game, yeah, I was Derek, pretty confident. You, you did a lot better than I did on those wagers, by the way. I think I lost all my bets yesterday, so I don't really want to talk wagering. Today. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, I, I, it's tough week one. It, it's tough. It always <laughs> is. You know, I mean, Scals, he just stays away from week one. He'd rather, if you're going to bet, you know, 
uh, 100 bucks every weekend, right? He, on week one, he said, why don't you just go <clears throat> $1,700 and the Packers win the North then, you know, and sit out the rest of the season. Yeah. He goes, he, he likes to be patient. And I understand that because you got to see how teams develop. I mean, we were 17-point favorites, lost the game. Yeah, the Badgers were on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah no kidding. Uh, but, but back to the Packers' offense. Seven points in the opener this year. Three points in the opener last year. Obviously, this team's offense looks a lot different without Bakhtiari, without Jenkins, without Devontae. Didn't have Alan Lazard yesterday. Yikes. Yeah, I mean, it was brutal. And How long I'm, is I'm Lazard just, out for? Uh, TBD. It, it could be just that week. It could be back Sunday. But it could again, be more serious. They've been this? very hush-hush with it. I mean, we've seen Tom Brady in these situations completed yeah. offensively, right? Totally. But they, they figure out a way. Yeah. And, and we still had Tunyon. Yep. We didn't see Sammy Watkins. You know, we got two great backs. You know, I, I just I felt like it just schematically wasn't there to use. You know what we yeah had. we weren't we weren't heavy with with the running backs. We weren't we weren't like uh, again, running out. They should have they should have came all in those. Tom packages. Dillon get Aaron out. I mean, I don't know. It yeah. just I I felt like we got got out coached and uh, you know and and the offensive line play was was tough. I mean, you got guys in there that are not even close to the level of play as a healthy 69, you know, as an Elton Jenkins. They're just they're not. And and if they don't, I mean, they got to improve because you can't you can't have your star quarterback in one of the faces and of the league getting knocked down every other play. We've been concerned about the health of those two offense alignment. Yep. And and I, I'm surprised Tanyan was there. Kudos to him. Great. He looked, he looked healthy. He looked good, yeah. man. Yeah. looked good. Again, why didn't we use him more? I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's easy for me to say. Everybody, armchair quarterback on yeah, Monday. It, and it's easy for me to sit here and say 25 targets slash touches for the two running backs combined isn't enough. I agree. And I think that should be more like 35 touches and targets for those two every game. you got to get their offense off the field, too. You can't have Jefferson running free all over oh the Oh, my God. You know, the he's still running as far as I'm Good aware, Lord. man. I mean, it, it, you know it's bad when, he's, when he has, you know, seven catches, eight catches, or whatever he had in the first half. But it's really bad for me, a guy hey, that's never played a snap of I'm, football, when he's the only guy hey, on the television screen. There's right. nobody around him. Nobody around him. I'm not going to pass judgment this week. I'm a man with Sean. Gary. Oh, Rashad. Here he, we go. He, he had one You're sack. not going to pass your judgment. Yeah, just, I got a text from you I, yesterday, Tark, that says I otherwise. I just watch him, watch him, you know, no, roaming around. The response was coverage sack, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Coverage sack was his response. I, I'm just watching him out there, and he's just, you know, it, he was like everybody else on the defense, walking around, and they weren't, they weren't playing on their side of the line of scrimmage. They were playing soft. I, I, I didn't, but it was indicative of the whole team. Yeah. So I, it's, it's. This is time to bring the in. Clear the ice, and let's go back. Nice next reference. Week. That was good. Yeah. That was a little hockey I, reference. I, you know, but I, I'm watching him. I'm watching him. He, that's our that's our wide receiver. That's our that was my trade to yeah. go get a, a number one for him. I, I don't. I'm still curious about paying him 150 million guaranteed. They're gonna do it. No, I know, I know. But if we're, for what? Ten sacks. We'll find I mean, out. I'm not paying him for ten sacks. I'm not. What are you paying him for? 14? I, that's why I'm not paying him. I'm about to pay him like $60 million, and I'm going to give him like 30 guaranteed. And that's it. I don't think – but he's going to command $150 million, and you're going to, you're going to pay him. And what he's going to do – he, oh, he was one of the few bright spots of that defense. I, dude, play Walker I, until he he's got hurt. Gonna, but. He's, he hasn't shown – got to see – I want to hear it. I want to – you know, he's got to be, Fair enough. be Fair that enough. guy on and off the field. I want Reggie White out of him in terms of mentality. Ooh, you wow. went right to Gold Jacket. Yeah, yeah no kidding. One of the best I know, but out of work ethic and at all the other stuff, I want the I want the leadership. 
I, don't, I know he's not as good a player. You want, like, how about Clay Matthews out of him? Uh, that might yeah, be a little bit more I realistic. Know. I don't know. Yeah, I guess so, but I don't know. Anyway, he's with I, Sean Gary's biggest critic, Tarek Sala. Well, I, I will Derek Angle, or I Alex Strope with you. As far as uh, where I, I thought the Packers uh, would ha- I, at least be put the Vikings in a tough situation and, and have to run the ball more, uh, is and this is part of it, too, is, is probably why Jefferson was running free, is because there was no pressure, really, on, on Cousins. I, I thought we'd be much better, other than the one – Sack by Gary. Only one but, sack. Yeah. Here, I'll take Kenny Clark out of Rashawn Gary. Okay, I think Kenny Clark's consistent. I think he's, he's, he's a, a better beast. player right now for sure. Yeah, yeah, no doubt I, about I it. don't think Rashawn Gary's in the ballpark. With well, Kenny yeah, Clark. Kenny Clark has earned his second contract. I know and he's playing on his second contract. But we're Rashawn here. Gary's we're, not there yet. we're at the gates now. We're like they well, could. You offer, have to prove yourself. For yeah, sure. but they could be talking about it right now, negotiating it. They're going to just give him the world because that's what he. That's what a pass rushing guy gets. He gets hundred plus million dollars. Hands down. And it's either that or he's going to free agency. And you certainly do not want that after you let a guy like Devontae Adams leave Green Bay, obviously, with yeah. a trade. But Isn't it, I mean, it's funny. It's, it's, you look at it, and it really comes down to, in, in the National Football League, you know, you're going to see, for the most part, a, a majority of the games are going to be really close in yardage and this and that. And there's always going to be one or two key stats. Look, look at turnover margin first always especially in tight games um this wasn't a tight game but you know you have four sacks two turnovers um you know i i don't know it's just you're not going to win that ball game i mean that that's essentially what we're looking at with the badgers i mean you can't have miscues like that i mean it 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 was i don't want to transition the badgers we're going to do that right after this so i'll I'll, I'll stop you right there because i want to give us plenty of time to talk about the badgers loss on saturday to Washington State at Camp Randall. Brutal one. But first, Derek, before I let you walk away, and Tarek too, because I know how much you guys love our friends over at Roos Chris Steakhouse in Middleton, the Sizzle, Swizzle, and Swirl Happy Hour, the Horseshoe Bar, the best kept, kept secret in the Madison area. I know you guys have been there. Uh, Tarek, what would your guess be? At least 200 times since it's oh, opened 17 years ago? For sure. That I've been there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's been a fixture the last 20 years. times. I mean, I said 200 times 200 in the last times. 17 years. Oh, 200 times in the last 17 years? Yeah. That's probably close. <laughs> I've been to some. A dozen I, times a year, listen, do the math. <laughs> so, not only, you know, I think it was uh, First Communion or whatever, it was uh, dance, you know, uh, proms for my daughters and stuff. We've hosted events there, been to holiday parties there, radio shows there, just going out with friends. I mean, for all occasions, it's just a, it's a phenomenal time, and the Horseshoe Bar is oh. is, our, is is the best bar in Madison. I front loaded my Ruth Chris uh, visits then trophy, you know, <laughs> during the great uh, the financial recession 0809, and that was shortly after Ruth opened. Um, yep. they had the Barry Alvarez cigar room. Oh, and it was fantastic. It I was wish that was still around. Oh, it was fantastic. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that, I definitely front-loaded. It is, like Tarek said, it, it, for a happy hour, horseshoe bar, or if private events. Uh, been to plenty of those there. They have great space for that. Outdoor patio. It, if you just want to go have a real nice dinner, you know, and sit in the dining room, I mean, it, it is fantastic. Service, top-notch. Obviously, the food is great. And if you're a steak lover like me, I mean, that is bar none oh, i'm hungry yep. you guys just made me hungry uh we will roll on live from the great dane downtown this is the great dane huddle driven by metro Kia. we talk badgers next you're listening to 100.5 espn the espn app and wisconsin on demand 
is coming down from the gallows and I don't have very long. The Great Dane Huddle, driven by Metro Kia, rolling on live from the Great Dane downtown. Madison, of course, like I said, we're driven by Metro Kia and football season. It's back, although a couple of tough losses for the Wisconsin teams this weekend. But to celebrate football season being back, Metro Kia Madison is giving you a 4K smart TV with the purchase of a brand new vehicle. Get a 2023 Kia Soul with 3.49% APR financing for 48 months. 2235 per 1,000 borrowed to qualified credit at Metro Kia of Madison. You can also see current inventory on their website, MetroKiaOfMadison.com. I'm Alex Strofe alongside Badger legends, Tarek Sala, Derek Angler, as we roll on. And now we got to talk a little Badgers because, guys, uh, as tough of a loss as it was, right, at home as a ranked team against an unranked opponent, a lesser opponent in the eyes of many, despite them being a Power 5 school in the Washington State Cougars, uh, it was tough, but, uh, Derek, you mentioned something in the break that caught my attention. You said, I'm actually still optimistic. Why is that? I, 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 no, I said I was Cautiously surpri- optimistic? surprisingly <laughs> optimistic on Sunday because as I started to like just kind of read and reevaluate the whole game and, yeah. and, and how it transpired, uh, first of all, it wasn't, you know, it was unlike Wisconsin football. We all know that. But when you look at, and I was just talking to Tark, when you talk about all these big plays that we had, I mean, you can go down the list. Skylar Bell's jet sweep, 26 yards. Uh, DK's uh, 25-yard catch. Those were all called back. So you do, you look at that, right, yeah. where they could be versus plus the penalty yards. Oh, don't big, even start on that. Big, big <laughs> field position shift. Uh, that's huge. And then, I mean, then you got Braylon's runs, but Tenner holding twice. Uh, even Fertney, I mean, he had a chop block. Logan Brown. Yeah. I mean, it, ridiculous. And then how did we get a delay a game penalty? That was bizarre. Yeah, that was bizarre. I mean, that, that was just, I don't you know. know. It, it, it is one of these things when you have those types of setbacks, and because the turnovers are one thing, right? Because you know we had uh, Shaw, the UCLA kid, picks it off, and fumbles it, right? Well, yeah. they had a D lineman pick it off and fumble it, so th- there we're Wash, even there, right. you know. So th- that turnover margin, we were we're zero. Uh, so I, I, you really look at the penalties and what Wisconsin football does because we lack creativity. We're just going to pound you into the ground. <laughs> That's what we do, right? But you cannot have those penalties. We we don't have those penalties. We win this football game easy. Well, because you know, it changes the entire momentum of the game and field position. Totally. Field position's everything, yeah. especially with our offense. Well said. Well, half glass full is that we, we've we played the BYUs, the Arizona States, similar teams in the past, and we've been in battles with them 2013 at home. Well, actually, there, I think we, we lost at Arizona State. In 2010, we beat them 2019. End of the half, end of the first half, someone made a, a, a touchdown saving tackle, which made the difference in the game. 
when we play these types of schools, they got they got NFL players on there, and they got guys on scholarship, as they say. You have to come and play. You, maybe not your best game, but you got to play a, a better game. And when you turn the ball over and you, you have penalties, probably too and you have young poor to special teams. One of the biggest travesties ever you're not was that Arizona State on the field goal. What year? How, what was it, 13, something like that? Oh, I'm not too young then. 13. I know which one that was 13. 13. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Never seen anything like it in my life. The, the, All right, so my memory's a little um, faded, but I do Literally sat on the ball. Yes. Well, <laughs> the center's trying to hit him. Right. Yeah, I've never seen anything like yeah, it. Yeah, that's right. Stole that was game. really goofy. Yeah, so uh, Coach Alvarez was not happy. Let's say he was at the officiating uh, official's locker room directly after that game. You know, obviously letting him know a yeah, few. Was, was yeah, was <laughs> Ripping him a new one. But And, and then also, I yeah, thought go you were going to also say, that if you look at Northwestern, Notre Dame, Nebraska, I mean, they, they all look terrible. I mean, it, so hopefully... Yeah, if we, get our, if we get our act together, right. you're I, I, optimistic. We're going to clean up. I, I, like I, I, I sent a friend of mine a text yesterday, and I said, well, uh, the big uglies are going to feel like a track team this week, unfortunately, in practice, because I'm sure Bob is not going to be a happy man. Yeah, I mean, well, he's already not a happy man. And when that happens, mistakes like that, that cost you the game. You know what? Especially, here's the deal, too. Even if, without those penalties from mainly the offensive line, Turnovers everywhere, weird, both 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 teams. Special teams. We're near dead last last year. What in the world? I mean, I saw, I think the Wisconsin State Journal gave, gave a grade a F. I don't know. Probably should have. I, well I would deserve. Yeah. Dude, you got to make that. It's just as important as the other two phases, offense, defense. you got to make it important. It's got to be a part of your deal. Derek and I, we were talking, and I, this analogy came uh, from a friend of mine who was a Secret Service agent. Certain people treat that's a, that's a humble brag to have as a friend, but go on. Certain people treat the Secret Service as help. Yep, they're part of the janitorial staff. Other people treat them as, as military. So you make a decision. If you treat them like military, they should be treated like military. You're putting their lives on the line. They're doing all that. You'll have a safer, safer country, safer president. If you treat them like service, like a janitorial service, you won't. And they're an important part of the of the United States of America. When you come to special teams. You're going to treat them like offense or defense, or if, if it's like some sort of voluntary <laughs> hey, it's organization? It's like the armed forces, man. Hold on, man. It's what like the, the hell forces. kind of analogy was it's that? An analogy. I mean, it worked. But that's it. Was, it. it well, was, what are you going to do? Yeah. You're going to treat them? Yeah, you're going to treat special teams like, oh, okay. That's where we put, our, put, put our, our, our slappies? No. We, no. Slappies? Slappies. Yeah, you know. What the hell's a slappy? A slap. Slappy, like that, a spanker, like just somebody like just insignificant. Put put the people that aren't that can't play. Sometimes I understand what you're saying. Sometimes I have no idea what the hell you're talking about. You make it, you make it important. You make it important to the team. Everybody, you recognize it, and you got to. I reward them. You need need to have somebody in charge of it. You don't have somebody in charge of it. You do, and and you run it just like the offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator. I mean, but then in the team, when you have that special teams meeting, Tark knows this. In the NFL, it is, I mean, you're, you turn that film on and everybody's in there. Everybody. Everybody. You are as equally important in that fast no game as if we're watching the, the offense in the offense well, room. The Packers are a good example of that. Yeah. Obviously, the way they've, they've put way more of an emphasis this year on special teams. But great point uh, on the college front. Uh, one thing before, I know we got to get a break, but one thing which I imagine I'm going to say one thing quickly that's probably not going to be quick is uh, Graham Ertz. I thought he looked really good. 
and they, he threw 31 passes. And, and he, that's what I had been asking for. I'd been asking for a game in these first three weeks. Derek, I know you and I argued about this on Thursday. I wanted a game where Graham Mertz threw the ball 30 times like, be going into Ohio shame State. On, shame on me. I, you know, I put a lot of pressure on him. He delivered, and we didn't. We didn't deliver as a team. Well, right. and to be so, clear, I argued that he doesn't necessarily have to throw 30. I just wanted to see to it. as long as there was balance. Sure. And we had that. Yep. I wanted a pulse out of him. And we got more than that. We got a guy who was making throws and operating and managing. That's all. That's what we wanted. And overcoming adversity, really, for the most part, with these, when you have plays like that and you're making great balls and passes to, to DK and what have you, and, and we get penalties from your old line, it's, it's just I wanna, unacceptable. I want to dump this table. I want to do it. You know, I want to go crazy on the rest of the team. You guys, you yeah. guys, you guys let him down. He, this guy came, came to play, and you guys, every pissed down your leg. I mean, Badger Nation. Oh, number five. What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do with the quarterback? What? It, like that was the only thing that we had to worry about. And and look, look what what's on our table right now after that performance has nothing to do with the quarterback. Nothing. It's discipline in the offensive line. It's special teams. Unfortunately, once again, I don't know what happened, but they got it. They got it. They got to rectify that because if we if we finish the season dead last in special teams, the, the reckoning's got to come from somebody. Some the heads have to roll. You cannot at, at University of Wisconsin. You can I don't care what facet. You can't be thirteenth in passing in the Big Ten. Maybe Rutgers was behind us. I have no idea, but that's not where we need to be. And and they know that. Paul knows that. His staff knows that. But you know what? You also knew your special teams was dead last last year. Yeah. Look, look what, we're at, what we did yes or Saturday. I, you know, I, I, Bob will get the offensive line right. Um, you know, I, they'll clean that up. You know, he'll he'll get them right for sure. Unfortunately, they're going to probably have to do a lot of extra reps, a lot of extra conditioning this week. But you know what? Who cares? Pay I, for it. I am contractually obligated anytime Bob Bostad is brought up. UW Stevens Point alum, like like yours truly. Uh, Jake Dicker, the head coach of Washington State, UW Stevens Point alum. Uh, just contractually obligated uh, to point that out as we uh, roll on here on the Great Dane Huddle driven by Metro Kia. Derek Angler, Tarek, Tarek Sala, Alex Strofe with you live from the Great Dane downtown. Uh, yeah, look, I, I mean, Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company is where we're hanging out at. It is Madison's home for craft beer and pub food since 1994. They've got four locations in the Madison area, and it, well is, done, it, it is so easy to enjoy as one of Madison's favorite traditions did you what, what, why that? Well did you, wait did you design this mediterranean platter like, it's an arab what? i'm an expert in the mediterranean dish. that looks like what do y'all got there what I, what did what did you well, do you here? got your feta cheese you got your uh your hummus your uh but how did you have it all set up like that that's not an actual menu no, that's item a, that's a menu item is it really yeah what is it called the mediterranean really bowl yeah it's awesome it is awesome. I see we got some wings over there some for wings, Derek. The I've got some tacos, all sorts of great food at the Great Dane, and they've falafel, got four locations. Falafel. Falafel. I didn't even know what that was Sorry. until right now, but it actually does look delicious. What's falafel, uh, Tarek? How would you it's explain a bean. that It's a bean, fried bean, I think. All right. You, yeah, you I, are, I, don't know. I know how Tarek Sala works. Take your headset off, dive in, yeah. while I continue to tell everybody about the great stuff happening here at Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company. Visit greatdanepub.com to find a pub near you. And get this. Dane ESPN to your bartender or server during your next visit. You get two pints of beer for the price of one. That's code Dane ESPN 
for two pints of beer for the price of one at any of the four locations of Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company in the Madison area. Code DANEESPN. You get two beers for the price of one across the area. Don't miss out. The Mediterranean platter, the wings, the tacos, they've got everything you need at Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company. We wrap up the Great Dane Huddle driven by Metro Kia next. Scott Frost got fired. Got to ask the guys about that. That's next. It's the Great Dane Huddle driven by Metro Kia. You're listening to 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. It's a Great Dane huddle driven by Metro Kia live from the Great Dane downtown. I'm Alex Strofe alongside Badger Legends, Rose Bowl champions, Tarek Solid, Derek Angler. Uh, guys, I wanted to bring this up because the rumor mill is just a swirling. As Nebraska, after just two weeks, I guess technically three since they played in week zero, have fired head coach Scott Frost, um, which I think was expected at some point, but earlier than expected. Uh, but the reason I wanted to bring that up is, is, A, obviously it's a Big Ten team. Wisconsin plays Nebraska later in the year. But, B... Because there has been a name in the rumor mill for that head coach opening at the University of Nebraska. And that name is Jim Leonard, the defensive coordinator of the University of Wisconsin. I personally don't believe he'll take that job if he's offered it. Um, Similarly to when he was offered the Packers defensive coordinator job prior to them hiring Joe Barry. And he didn't take it. But his name is again swirling. And that is a uh, a big time opening in the college landscape this, uh, this early on into the season. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he he should it's a big time opening because you're gonna get paid even if you lose. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Scott Frost is a good example of that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he had, I mean, Nebraska was so. Here's funny, you know, they basically said this is the ultimatum. You, you get this year. Trev Albert says you get, get this year, but you, we got to renegotiate your contract, take a million cut on your salary, and your buyout as of October one goes from fifteen million to seven and a half. They couldn't even wait three weeks. Yeah, no kidding. They, they said, screw the seven, additional $7.5 million, pay him to go. Get him out of here. Now, I don't know if that's a, a loyalty thing because he's their most recent national championship quarterback. Um, who knows? Uh, and I understand, and I'm sure he and Trev probably know each other pretty well. I would think, yeah. Um, that's, or, a sad, that's sad. Or, the or it's the board, right? I agree. Yeah. Or it's the board saying, no, this isn't fair to our fans, our players. He, we we're, we just lost to Georgia Georgia Southern 650 yards they rolled up on us at home and we paid them one and a half million to come play us no kidding well they, they have to establish a, a culture there again you know the, the Tom Osborne era is over obviously and and they have they're they're not patient enough to, to develop that they're not bringing and, and maybe Scott clearly didn't have the recipe to get that done or at least in the time frame he had and he should have been fired from what for what what happened but. Someone who goes there has to just do a whole makeover, and I don't know. They're they're not patient enough, and, and I don't I don't know who you know a guy like Saban maybe will go in there and do it, but nobody. Else, I mean, who who could go in there? Who's going to take that job? You know, and and do that. And I don't. To your point, I don't think Jimmy wants to go through that. The scrutiny and every day I have to explain something. I mean, they they have nothing to do there except scrutinize football, right. and I don't know. If, if Jimmy wants to be in a situation like that where, you know, someday he could be the head coach here and we have a culture established. Well, that, that's and, and, and he, 
I think it'd be more seamless for him and a better quality of life. That's interesting, Tark. So I did read some quotes from Trev Alberts, and he did say, you know, going forward, you know, no longer are we going to, you know, go the way of, of and talk about what's been done in the past here. He goes, that way has not worked for us. And we have to have a whole different process going forward. And some of the, the language he was using was actually kind of, if I'm a, if I'm in Husker Nation, uh, refreshing. Because Scott Frost was what they thought would bring back that national championship, those old ways, old days. And it just, it obviously, be, having a 34% percentage winning uh, 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 win-loss record, since 2018, only Rutgers worse, and, well, then, and then walk away with millions. They, I don't, man. They were really got to redevelop the business plan. Okay. What it looks like, they're really pressing there. They're really pressing. They're like, yeah, let's go get eight NIL guys, pay them whatever we can. We're just going to buy our way to win. And you know, Chris uh, Frost can fake well, it until he makes it. Tark. I know that's what that I was mean, sad. Reason. That was sad though. They had he, he. That's what he had to do. That was the plan this year. To, well, this year. Right, but um, you know, you it, okay? For instance, like like Wisconsin, very similar, walk on foundation, right? Yeah, big palookas and farm boys in Nebraska, offensive linemen, right? They have a good presence in recruiting out on the East Coast, particularly in New Jersey. You know, that what you're talking about is was that a panic button? Yeah, you know, this year it, was panic. They, yeah. pan, they pressed everybody. Would, would you know? Hey, we got to throw something together. I mean, and that's partly. In, Frost didn't build the foundation that you're talking about there. Speaking of panicking, I hear music in my ears, which means the show's over. Wow, it's oh, too quick, God, man. It's too quick, man. We could have gone another three hours, I think. But a big thanks to Derek Engler, Tarek Sala, for hanging out with hey, us. Hey, I love you, Badger. Go get them, man. Go you, get them. You know what? Big get one fine this it, and then let's go steal one in the horseshoe. And a big thanks to the Great Dane downtown for hosting us tonight. We'll talk to you next Monday. This has been the Great Dane Huddle, driven by Metro Kia.